Good day, everyone. It is May 1st, 2023. Pete Hofstra here with an update on North American equities. Well, the big get bigger, at least in some cases. JP Morgan uh, is buying the assets of First Republic Bank uh, as part of, I guess, a mechanism to bring stability to the financial system. So while JP Morgan can get bigger, Microsoft is told not so fast. The UK regulator said, we don't want you buying Activision. We are concerned that will be a threat to gaming competition, particularly when it comes to cloud-based gaming platforms. Uh, Microsoft's going to appeal, so we'll certainly see what comes of that. Uh, but Microsoft also posted very good quarterly results, uh, leading to a good lift in the stock. And so certainly year to date and through April, um, North American markets seem to continue quite strongly. Though we would be a bit cautionary, I think the breadth of the market is narrowing. You're seeing the mega caps do quite well. Um, we've talked about sort of through last year and into this is really emphasizing a quality bias that you do want to be with those companies that have got the balance sheets to get through, can reinvest. And that's sort of what has played out so far year to date. So valuations certainly not as compelling as they once were. And we still have these incredibly, what's the word? Let's call them interesting dynamics. Um, the competitive push pulls that might drive where ultimately equities go from here. So when you think about we're still looking at inflation, it seems to be on its glide path lower, but probably you know having a life of its own based on what companies are doing, what inventory levels are doing, how they're reinvesting, where the sell-through comes from. You have central banks still picking on the demand side, so they're believing you know they can't control supply, but they can impact demand by keeping rates quite high. And we're starting to see that in broader GDP growth numbers. That was a bit of a disappointment, certainly in the U.S. Uh, last report. But employment is still holding in relatively well. Um, so all of that means you know, rates are not necessarily coming down anytime soon. But these elevated rates are obviously creating cracks in the financial system. So certainly that was the banking dynamics. Um, and we certainly want to flag concerns. There could be things in you know commercial real estate market. Again, rates going down, stocks, bonds, real estate all went up. Rates go up, they all come down. And where these things are collateral for loans, that can create an issue. So certainly real estate could be one of those. A couple other things to flag, and this could really impact the employment picture, is the small and medium-sized businesses generally deal with the regional banks um, pretty much exclusively. And so those, the regional banks are going to have higher uh, and tighter credit standards. So that can certainly impact the ability of some of these small and medium-sized businesses to operate when they're you know, financing inventories, whatever that is, um, that could be somewhat curtailed. Uh, given their bankers are going to be a little more cautious and that could ultimately impact growth plans, employment and an aggregate. That's a huge employer when you add up all of those businesses. The other one to point out, too, is really in the startup community, um, you know, the capital that was available, certainly in 2021, when you think about the IPOs and if there's a strong IPO market, the ability to do round one, round two and that sort of thing to get capital behind a new idea uh, that was plentiful and that's gone. And so you're going to see these startups burning through their cash piles and you know going to be forced to lay people off and i've actually you know seen that within our broader family um, that a startup has actually had to let people go just to go into survival mode until the capital markets are uh, have a little more appetite to support that type of risk so i think those are the areas where you could start to see a bigger impact on employment and i think all that means and again in a market where valuations have sort of come back fairly quickly so far this year you know, it's, it's where do we go from here? If inflation starts to roll off faster, that's probably great for markets. It would indicate that central banks have done their job and they can back off a bit on interest rates. 
If it doesn't, that implies rates are going to stay higher, which can spook the markets a little bit, but then also mean we're prone to these financial crises or other economic shocks. And that'll probably create a, a dip in the market when news of those shocks hit, if the employment number spikes up. But then I think you're probably going to see markets quickly turn around and say, oh, that means rates are going down, so equities should go up and we'll move back into the market. So very interesting dynamics to say. We'll see where these push-pulls work through. You know, it's May 1st, so we'll see whether we get a go-away-in-May kind of effect. As people think, I'm not sure what to do here. I want to go away for the summer. Maybe I'll sit in cash and, and come back and think about this a little more rigorously in, in the fall. But again, all of that to expect some volatility. Um, you know, for us, it's, it can be, you know, points of pain, but points of opportunity where we can look, at, look for those valuations and see where there's interesting things that really start to make sense as broader money ebbs and flows. It does create those types of individual security opportunity sets. And we'll certainly keep you abreast of those as we work through. But net, we're tipping a little bit defensively given sort of the decent run we've had so far this year. Um, we were in some good spots and it sort of feels like it's time to be a little bit more cautious as we wait for these, as I said, these dynamics to shake their way through. Anyway, that's where we sit. Um, hopefully some good tidbits there. Be well and we'll check in with you in another month. Bye now. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.